0: Yeah, it's a different time. But then there's. But the violence is a little bit different. Speaking of, there was something called The Raid Redemption, which was a very violent martial arts movie. No. Have you no. seen it? I hadn't even heard of it. The Raid Redemption got a lot of press in a lot of sort of after the fact communities. Basically, like once it came out on DVD, people were saying, oh, you got to see this. It was amazing. Now, I did see it, and I thought it was mm-hmm. alright. The truth is, I feel like I've seen better Jet Li movies, and this one—it's interesting in that it doesn't take place in any of your standard, you know, settings because it's not—it's um, not China or, or Japan or even Korea, right? So, well,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think Jet Li on its own, like he's got his—that's that, that's like a whole world, like I don't, like that like completely past
2: you know, um, I thought Jed Lee stopped making uh, martial arts movies.
1: Yeah. Well, so we said. What else is he going to do?
0: <laughs> I mean, he was, well, we haven't gotten to his movie of this year yet, but he was in Expendables 2 for about 40 seconds. So, alright, let's, let's do some rapid fire here. Wrath of the Titans, the Clash of Titans sequel.
2: Pretty nerdy. Yeah
0: but more so yeah it's Greek mythology bad Greek mythology but still Greek mythology more so than John Carter
2: um, I mean, probably not
0: I say it's such a bad version that it's actually anti- because
2: nerds would just be pissed off okay, wait
0: wait wait do no. we decide Especially that 100 games admit, yeah. is less nerdy than John Carter I think I thought we did yeah, wasn't guess that the so. consensus like a little bit but still Alright, then there was Mirror Mirror, which was Snow White movie number one, with Julia Roberts. And I think we you know, just Matthew. have
2: to lump the two Snow White movies together. You can't really distinguish between them. I mean, okay. you know, I'm, I'm sure you can. Well,
0: they're bad in different ways. But one of them has Phil Collins' daughter, and one of them has the girl from Twilight. So, you know... Okay, so I I guess we can skip past all of those. Now we get to the movie that Sam and I saw together when we went to see that free movie. It was ah, called yes. Lockout: Die Hard in Space. It stars Guy Pierce and Maggie Grace. Okay. You know who Guy Pierce is? You know, he's in Memento and LA yeah. Confidential.
2: It's um it's a it's a largely forgettable movie. It's nothing, nothing yeah. really remarkable yeah. about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Luke Besson, who is the guy who yeah. did the professional and Fifth Element, wrote this movie and I he, think helped produce it, but he did mm-hmm. not direct it. And it had, and we talked, Sam and I talked a lot about it at the time and how it had a kind of European flair to it, but not a very good one. Which, which is this, this most recent one? Yeah. 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 Lockout. So I think it didn't really, it didn't get European flair means weird violence enough.
2: against women. <laughs>
0: yeah, like it wasn't, it was sci-fi, but it wasn't like weird sci-fi enough, like interesting sci-fi enough to be anything other than it's a jail in space. Okay, wait, wait, you know, that's yeah, not I mean, really interesting. That probably could violence against women? You mean?
2: Well, I mean, not not really, but um,
0: <laughs> he means there misogyny. there was there was Ingenital. some
2: misogyny and um, you know, I mean, basically basically. More than you would normally see in an American movie of, like, you know, the female lead getting sort of, sort of beat up and abused for no particular reason.
1: <laughs> to get out some male aggression.
0: Right. Well, speaking of uh, male aggression, The Three Stooges also came out around mm-hmm. the same time. That's called a segue. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, I, thought the, I thought the movie was not terrible. But, you know, we're- it's it's interesting because as we're going along this, I
1: think we're realizing there's some at least at least a, a couple of subcategories of nerdy because it's like we have the nerdy that's like that's like based on I guess something whether it's like it's got a following and then there's something based on nostalgia I guess you know what I mean like <laughs> those things are not are not mutually exclusive but, you know like
0: I don't know I think that. Well, we're about to get to an interesting intersection of that, and that one is Cabin uh, in the Woods.
1: Well, I guess, you know, Joss and you know, being the, the reigning uh, nerd king, I think it's hard to...
0: <laughs> yeah, considering it's a deconstruction of horror movies, it's hard to argue that that's not the nerdiest so far. Have you seen
2: it, too? Um, no, I have not. You should. You should. Just, just in case you guys were wondering about, um, you know, what makes something nerdy or not, um, I'm going to send you a link to uh, the nerd Venn diagram, which <laughs> should explain I should, I should. exactly what uh, you know what the difference is between a, a nerd and a dork and a geek, and it's it's all very clear. Uh, sh- should I look at this right now?
0: So it was three circles: intelligence, social ineptitude, and obsession. And at the intersection of all of them. Right. So
2: so the idea is for something to be truly nerdy, it should have all three.
0: Interesting. So a dork is someone who is a nerd but not smart. A dweeb is someone who's a nerd but isn't obsessed. And a geek is a nerd that isn't obsessed. No, a
2: geek is someone who is obsessed but is not socially he isn't inept.
0: Socially inept. Right. Right. Interesting. I'm Not sure if I buy that, but that's an interesting way of putting it. Anyway. I think. I think. I think the geek but and the I think, and the nerd can be interchangeable. Yes. So, I still think Cabin in the Woods, of all those, is definitely the nerdy. Yeah, because also, it
1: really sets out to be nerdy. <laughs>
0: you know what I mean? It really does. But, let's move on to the next, the next Joss Whedon production, which yeah, was The probably, Avengers.
1: Yeah, well, it, there are, I think there are only a couple movies this year that, that can contest the nerdiness of that.
0: Now, the question is, is Cabin in the Woods more no. nerdy than The Avengers? Because I mean the Avengers is about a bunch of comic book characters together mm-hmm. in a movie. From another bunch of comic book movies setting it up as some kind of mixed no. content. The Avengers is
1: way nerdier. I mean I mean the, the 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 number of comic book characters, the 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 cult following behind each of them and Avengers and Joss Whedon. even though Captain Woods takes tropes, this this is definitely also Having continuing characters from other uh, stories or other movies or, or things makes something very nerdy, and they're comic books. So, what
2: do you think, yeah, so? I agree, and I kind of feel like for Cabin in the Woods, you have to really know a hell of a lot about horror movies to even have a clue why it's so nerdy, which kind of takes away from its nerdiness. Because, like, if you have to, if you actually have to, have to, like, study and do homework. To find out why it's nerdy, then it, it's not. It's not that nerdy.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's the opposite. It's uh really. it's a,
1: well, definitely pretty meta in terms of that. Like it's 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 specifically. I, I think well, it's, it's like it's like it's like utilizing the nerdness. You know what I mean? It's using that as an instrument.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, perhaps. I guess I don't feel like you needed quite as much with the Avengers in terms of background because they'd already done some of that with Mm -hmm. the other movies well but that's that is pretty nerdy
2: right there if you had to have seen certain other nerdy movies in order to fully understand this one right Mm -hmm. that's nerdy
0: well and then with Cabin in the Woods you had to have seen right
2: but they're horror movies they're not nerdy necessarily horror movies are much cooler than comic book movies
0: alright okay Alright, so let me, I'm just going to say a couple really quick ones, and we can just agree to discard them. There was Tim Burton's Dark Shadows with Johnny Depp, Sasha Baron Cohen's The Dictator, Battleship, based off of a board game, yeah. Men in Black 3, which is, you know, at least it's sci-fi, then there was Prometheus. Now, is Prometheus, which is an Aliens prequel, despite what they might want to say, was that, oh, is that what that was? I didn't know it was a. a
2: okay, first yeah. of all, I think we can agree on all the other ones you mentioned to just throw them out, right? That's clear. yeah.
1: There is there is like a like a subculture of Tim Burton fanatics, you know, but but it's not as big yeah. as the American. and True. I'm not so into Tim, like I like I like some Tim Burton. I, I'm not gonna say.
2: And I'm not sure if even the Tim Burton people really get into Dark Shadows.
0: No, well, the Dark is Shadows gonna, people get into uh, Dark Shadows. It's,
2: he is in it, of course. Of course. Um so Prometheus.
0: Yes, everyone who you the think answer, is the answer is The
2: answer to your question right. about Prometheus is that it definitely is nerdy because it's it's science fiction and it's a prequel to like a science fiction series, you know, all these things are are the trappings of nerdiness. Um,
0: it was written by the guy who wrote a lot of the lost episodes.
2: Well, lost episodes. Oh, Lost. I thought you meant oh, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I thought you yeah. meant episodes that were lost. Um yes, it's written by the guy who wrote some lost episodes. Exactly. So that does make it nerdy for sure. Um it also had a lot of mainstream appeal though. So I wouldn't say it's completely nerdy.
0: And it is a prequel to another movie as opposed to a, an adaptation of a comic book. But, so
2: so it wasn't
1: based so it wasn't based on anything before that? Like it was its own unique thing?
0: No, it's based on the
1: alien. No, I know, movie. I know, but
0: I I thought it was
1: I thought it was like, um, I thought it was, I, I thought it was like, um, I thought there had, like, been, like, something called Prometheus before.
0: Well, Prometheus, of course, is based off of the Greek mythological character of Prometheus who brings fire to <laughs> That's the another day. thing. Is is that really nerd? I mean,
1: we talked about this a little bit with, with
0: Titans. Titans. Yeah, but it's kind of like mainstream nerdiness. It's the kind of thing everybody knows if you know it, if you're a little educated. Okay. I also heard that I haven't watched from okay. it
1: seems like everyone even people who who, who like kind of crappy
0: movies say it was atrocious oh it wasn't atrocious it was just you know a bit of a mess okay. fragmented if you were going it, it also it it loves it's uh mystery I think if you saw that girl that comic book girl 19 which I know Sam yes, has some of her stuff she does a bunch of Reviews about Prometheus. And I think she made a good point, which was that Damon Lindelof, who is the Lost writer I mentioned, he loves his mystery, you know, sort of the withholding of information and making you kind of want it. Well, the problem with that is that he doesn't give much. And apparently, in the original script, things were spelled out a lot more, and it was just sort of became a no. We need to make it more mysterious, and more mysterious. All right, so let's uh, let's start skipping ahead. Madagascar 3, Madagascarist. Um, let's see. Rock of Ages, which did badly. That's My Boy, which also did badly. That was the one about incest. And Adam Sandler. And Andy Samberg. Incest? Yeah, yeah. What? And also pedophilia and statutory okay. rape. All that stuff. No, I, see, I know, in I know. I just didn't realize
2: there know. was incest involved.
0: Etc. Oh, okay. Alright, so let's see. Then there was Brave, which is Disney's movie, which was... Uh, the Pixar one that was a little too Disney for its own good, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. That was is that nerdy. Definitely nerdy. Yeah, but I don't think no. it's nerdier than the Avengers. Okay, and then there was Ted, which was a pretty funny movie. Yes. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet. Oh yeah. Well, you should see it. It's actually yeah, a, I'm a sure. very funny movie. Wouldn't
2: call it. I wouldn't call it the nerdy idea of,
0: about any more there than are... Family
2: Guy is nerdy. I
0: mean, I mean, also
1: we can get you right. know. There are Simpsons nerds, Family Guy nerds, South Park nerds. You
0: know what I mean? Sure, and I guess there might be some Family Guy nerds attracted to this. But the Flash Gordon nerdiness in Ted is pretty nerdy. Okay. But I guess it's not like a big part of the promotion. But it's definitely a you know it's a turning point in the movie. Yeah, well, okay. Sam, you saw it, right? So you know what I'm talking about.
2: It's um. Yeah, 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 whatever. The Flash Gordon stuff was like a little bit nerdy, but it was just there for humor. Um, I don't think it was there to actually appeal to anyone's actual nostalgia for Flash Gordon because I don't think anyone has any nostalgia for Flash Gordon. Okay, so we've had
0: so far two different comic book adaptations, Ghost Rider 2, The Ghostiest, and Avengers. Then there was the amazing... Oh, are you just going to
2: skip over Medea's Witness Protection? (laughs)
0: That's oh, not, yeah, but that's not nerdy. It has it had Eugene Levy in it. Eugene was it, Levy. Was it? He makes every movie mainly. Using screen. Medea? <laughs> yeah, it was called Medea's Witness Protection, where she goes and lives with or a white person. because you know because white people that's are funny. funny. Yeah, and Eugene Levy. Is I, love, because I love. I uh,
1: love. Uh, I love how you just like <laughs> you don't even want to acknowledge any Tyler Perry
0: <laughs> creations. Well, no. Uh, I mean, but it wasn't even that nerdy.
2: I also noticed that you skipped over Magic Mike. So,
0: oh, well, that no, wasn't Magic was so was nice Mike right. again. I mean, even if there were, like, gay or straight girl nerds that liked that movie, they didn't like it for nerdy reasons.
2: Yeah, Yeah. well, I, I didn't see it, but my impression is there's nothing particularly nerdy about it.
0: <laughs> it's
1: just cock.
0: <laughs> it's,
1: <laughs> if you love cock, it's a... Uh, pretty
2: nerdy uh no i hear there's actually uh you don't actually get to see any cock in it I, that's I, what they tell me
1: you don't you don't want it <laughs>
2: <laughs> lots right. of abs though and pecs and <laughs> okay. butts i think there are butts i don't know
0: yeah there are and uh, olivia munn is topless for part of it oh that's nice yeah well you know something for the fellas <laughs> i guess <laughs> as if
2: there were any men that watched it <laughs> Any any straight men, I should say. Probably
0: men who took... Well, you never know. Okay, so what about the amazing Spider-Man? Okay. You know, Joe, Joe, Peter, Spider-Man, and his amazing Technicolor Spider-Man. Well, Spider-Man,
2: of course, is always nerdy. Um, Spider-Man is like one of the core nerd properties on which the world rests.
0: Right. But the question is, is but it nerdy? Not at all. Because
1: just just by the, the sheer constant, concentrate the, the number of the number of superheroes in that. Now you could make an argument talking about how Spider Man is, you know, Spider Man is one of the biggest Marvel superhero superheroes, and it might be some of the stuff in the Avengers because the Avengers ones aren't necessarily the biggest ones. I mean, Captain America. Um, oh, the Hulk is pretty big. Cool, so.
0: Well, also. It was him. Huh? Peter Parker himself is a nerd.
2: Oh, that's true. That's true. In fact, he was like the the prototypical superhero who was actually kind of nerdy.
0: Yeah, that was totally intentional. It's like, Behold, super fans! Finally, a superhero just like you! That's right, you could be a superhero.
2: Now go out there and find a radioactive spider to bite you. A superhero you can relate to. That was Stanley was obsessed with creating characters that people could relate to, so they were all well, like was
0: very successful. You know, you know
2: nervous wrecks with all kinds of horrible anxieties and hang-ups. And, oh like,
0: my anxiety,
2: neuroses. That's what he thought people related to. It's funny.
0: All right, so we're putting Avengers higher at this point, but then we have another comic book movie, which is The Dark Knight Rises.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, okay. Um.
0: Now, is that nerdier than The Avengers? And I'm not talking about whether you liked it more or you thought... I would say
2: Avengers it's definitely not because, nerdier you know, than The Avengers. And the reason why is because even though Batman is a comic book, obviously, and that's, like, inherently nerdy, he's so mainstream that... And, and the movies, you know, the other Christopher Nolan movies were so good and they were so successful that, like, there's nothing, nothing nerdy about liking Batman at this point.
1: Even, remember Neil Gaiman's, uh, uh, in, uh, in, in Neil Gaiman's, um, uh, like his intro to his, uh, Batman, uh, storyline arc or whatever? He was talking about how, like, you know, like, like when either you're, you're writing or you're, or you're reading something you love, like, you can love these people like your brothers or sisters or like your own kids. He said, like, you know, Batman, however, I love like a, like a parent. Like, that, that kind of makes mm-hmm. sense. You're saying like it's it's so okay. it's so it's so ingrained. So yeah, I mean They're, there. I mean obviously we have to acknowledge that there are real Batman nerds, you know.
0: Okay, so yeah, like in a sense, like you could say maybe a comedy nerd might like Ted, or uh, a nerd who likes terrible comedies might like our next movie, The Watch. Which had Ben Stiller and Jonah Hill and Vince Vaughn in it, and it was a terrible movie, and that's the end of it. Okay. Or you could say that a dance nerd might like Step Up I'm 4. I'm sure there are lots of
2: dance nerds that do like Step Up 4.
0: Yeah, but it's certainly not more no. than not I haven't even seen Step 1s, one, 2s, one, or 3s. <laughs> yeah, well. Step Up to the Streets! Alright, what about Total Recall, which was a remake. Of a, of a pretty good sci fi hey, movie. I was surprised that
1: they remade it so quickly.
0: Even though apparently it was, you know. Colin know. Farrell was terrible.
2: I think it That's would right.
0: be. Colin Farrell, Jessica Beale. I think
2: it would be more more nerdy conceal. if it had, you know, been more. if it had made more of an impact. But it was pretty, pretty much everyone kind of ignored it.
0: So you're saying it has to? It, it didn't even achieve cult nerd. Oh, status.
2: it certainly didn't achieve cult nerd status. All the cults, all the cult okay, nerds that's... are into the original. Total recall, why would they watch the remake?
0: Yeah,
1: it's interesting though because because I, I've noticed like how like how many sci-fi movies have been adapted from Philip K. Dick novels. It's really interesting.
2: Oh, uh, there's an insane number. Yeah.
0: yeah, like I guess is it just that his premises are so so interesting? Like. Yeah, and that they've already been successful a couple times, so they just keep... I mean, what was... Was Blade Runner the first one? Uh, I think so. That
1: probably launched a
0: bunch of it.
2: Blade Runner was probably the first, but he... Basically, he just wrote a lot of really interesting premises.
0: Yeah.
2: And somehow, like, people have have done a... For the most part, a decent job of, of capturing them.
0: Right, I think that's true. Okay, so, Expendables 2. Uh... That wasn't that nerdy, except to like action movie right. movies, I guess. So we can skip that one. And then there was also there was some re-releases that don't matter. I don't think we can talk about that. Then we, let's let's see. What about the master?
2: Mm, that's definitely is nerdy for for film, film nerds. nerds.
0: Who was the master? What was the master the guy who did "There Will Be Blood"? You know, Paul Thomas Anderson?
2: Yeah. Because and there, there are definitely Paul Thomas Anderson fanboys who watch everything that he's done. But does that compare to like the massive nerdiness of something like The Avengers? No, it doesn't.
0: But here's an interesting question. Let's say you have a movie that was based on a video game. Uh, let's say you have a sequel. And let's say you have another mm-hmm. three sequels and then you have Resident Evil 5.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, so I think that Resident Evil 5 even though it is a adaptation of a video game and when it comes down to the stratum of adaptations that's pretty Yeah, it is. High up there. How did did uh, the movies just done well? I mean, they've done like... well enough. They didn't cost that much to make and they made mm. enough and DVD sales, and in the theater, that they can just keep going.
2: I will say this. If anyone actually went out to watch that movie because they are a Resident Evil fan, that's pretty nerdy.
0: <laughs> nice. Okay. I'll, I'll buy now, that. Now,
2: I suspect that most of the people who saw this movie just saw it because it was there, and not because they particularly are obsessed with Resident Evil.
0: Um,
1: yeah, but I, I think we should underestimate people... I, I, there seems to be something there, with the fan base of Resident Evil being um, being a uh, yeah somewhat of a here. I'll make, I'll make a little bit of an analogy. I don't know if this is the case. I, I really don't know if it's the case, but it may be interesting. So you guys know the band Tool, right? Sure. So Tool is one of these interesting bands that I, I actually love. Tool. They're not one of my favorite bands, but I, they're they're awesome. Um, you know, they've been around since. Early to mid nineties. They've only had like four or five albums, maybe maybe it was just like four. Um, and then of course the lead singer did like a side project with the Perfect Circle, which also had its own thing. What's weird about tool fans is you don't hear, like, you know, Metallica fans, I think you're kind of a Metallica fan, right? I don't know. If you're, but uh you know like how Metallica, yeah. Metallica fans and uh um REM fans or or, or Springsteen fans, especially Metallica fans, like really like to like they're really, really, really into like they're really cultish about, about their about about the artists they like and they'll they'll talk your ear off about it and they'll and they'll it'll be like a religion or whatever. Um tool I knew a
2: guy who was like that about they might be giants. Sorry? I said I knew a guy who was like that about they might be giants.
1: Yeah they kinda have that too. Um yeah actually I would say they do. Um um Ben Folds I think does too. Anyway What's interesting is is Tool's kind of one of those bands that have these like, cultish have this cultish following where people are like super into them, but it's really quiet. Like you don't hear many people talking about Tool yet. Pretty much anytime they release an album, it goes to all, almost always goes to number one right away. They sell shows everywhere. Like they have a huge dedicated following that's just not very vocal. I don't know if that's the same for Resident Evil, but it seems like it's a little more than. It's weird. Maybe yeah, maybe a little bit is the uh, uh fans. That that might be a little bit too, because she seems to have her own little cult following mm-hmm. too.
0: Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, I think it's true. On the other hand, if this was the first Resident Evil, or maybe maybe in a little bit more of a obscure video game, maybe we can argue it's nerdier. But I don't think it's no, that no, no. The think Avengers. Oh yeah, is that's one thing. What, what what's the other? What,
1: Final Destination, right. You know, Final Destination's interesting because I guess it's done well enough that, it, that that they're able to come out with more and more. You know what I mean? Or or Saw.
2: Well, uh, with Final Destination, it depends on what you mean by done well enough.
1: I don't know. Because I don't know
2: it, they're not – I've seen some of those movies that they're not good movies. And even their fans would tell you that they're not good movies, but they're enjoyable. Right. And people just watch them because they're fun.
1: So I heard about Saw, too. And so I'm –
2: I, that's not what I heard about. No, I would I would right, not say well, that about Saw. I don't know. I think I think I think there are think fans of Saw thing. who really believe that those movies are legitimately good. Unlike, yes.
0: I don't think anybody thinks that about the Final right. Destination ones, which are just sort of you know right, silly, right, exactly. violent nonsense.